time for part two of the kids' superheroes' tale featuring Brandy Bermuda. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. Last week's episode ended on quite the cliffhanger. So I will waste little time before jumping right into... Brandy Bermuda befuddles Splendid Elementary Part 2 of 2. Splendid elementary students had been vanishing from Brandy Bermuda's advanced math class for several weeks. So many students that some were beginning to suspect her classroom was a bit like the Bermuda Triangle. Once a student entered, they might never leave. Kid superhero and gadgetry whiz kid extraordinaire Robert Robertson had worked with Mandy Magic to come up with a plan. Robert attached a homing beacon to Mandy just minutes before she stepped into a portal in Miss Bermuda's room. This should keep track of you, Robert said. No matter how far you drift off into whatever portal or negative space you find in there, it will always point back to me. So your next teleport, no matter what, will put you by my side. That way, if you get lost, I won't get lost. I can always teleport back to safety, back to you, as long as I have this hair bow, Mandy confirmed. Yes, Robert added. That was the last exchange the two shared before she vanished into the portal and began exploring the vast expanse of utter and complete darkness on the other side. You can imagine her surprise when the first person she found on the other side was none other than Robert Robertson. What are you doing here? Mandy panicked. Robert responded, Miss Bermuda caught me, vanished me, or teleported me here somehow. It happened just a few seconds after you went into the portal. You were supposed to be my way out of here. Mandy started hyperventilating. Calm down. Robert was trying to be reassuring. We're going to have to come up with another plan. Let's find the others first. Finding the others proved more difficult than either Robert or Mandy had imagined. Miss Bermuda's portal to nowhere seemed to be as big as the real-life Bermuda Triangle, which can be found in the western part of the Atlantic Ocean, just off the southeastern part of the United States. It has been the site of many mysterious disappearances of ships and planes, Mandy and Robert both found their hope dissipating when, at last, they uncovered fellow kid superhero Tracy Thompson, adrift on a neon pink cloud that floated effortlessly in a sea of utter blackness. Mandy and Robert ran or flew or moved in some way in the direction of Tracy, but it seemed they never got any closer. Tracy! Tracy! Mandy and Robert both yelled. Tracy turned toward them and opened her mouth to speak, and though it looked like Tracy, the sound that came out of her mouth 
was that of kid superhero Buck Travers. Weird, right? You have to answer the math problems from the first story. Together, they form the combination to break us free. At that point, Tracy, Buck, and the Neon Cloud vanished. Mandy and Robert were left alone in near-complete darkness again. This place is strange, Robert uttered. Questions from the first story. Mandy repeated the cryptic message. Wait, I think I know what that's about. Miss Bermuda read us a story, and it included several questions in it. Some were easy, some tough. Students that missed an answer were never seen or heard from again. Do you remember the questions? Robert asked. Mandy tried to remember. It's been over a week ago. If I knew there was going to be a test. Robert encouraged her. Come on, Mandy, think. Mandy closed her eyes and thought hard. Twenty-four students were in Miss Bermuda's class at the beginning of the term, but now only one-third remains. How many students are currently in Miss Bermuda's class? Eight, Robert answered. Yeah, eight, Mandy confirmed. Eight is the first number. Mandy thought hard. The second question read, Tracy and Mandy had expected to be two of eight students in Miss Bermuda's classroom that afternoon. What would that be as a fraction in its lowest form? One-fourth, Mandy and Robert answered simultaneously. What is the square root of 64? I remember that one because we hadn't studied square root yet. We have. The answer is 8. Robert was confident. Are you sure? Mandy asked. Robert nodded. We have an 8. One quarter. 8. What's next? Recite the first five digits of pi. Mandy and Robert looked at one another. 3.14. Neither was sure what came beyond that. They could faintly hear the voices of splendid students pleading for them to hurry. The pressure was on. I feel like I'm taking a test, Robert was sweating. You are, but with much higher stakes, Mandy retorted. 3.1415, Mandy asserted. Robert breathed a sigh of relief. Mandy struggled to remember the fifth and final test question. Then it came to her. Three of four splendid elementary kid superheroes are now missing. What percentage of kid superheroes remain? Twenty-five percent, they answered confidently in unison again. And high-fived one another, celebrating their success. Wait, that's not all. We had to write it as a decimal, too which would be 0.25, Mandy said. Five out of five answers correct, and suddenly the bleakness dissipated, the vast void gone, and all of the students, all of them, were back in Brandy Bermuda's classroom. Congratulations, students, Miss Bermuda sternly stated, glaring down at all of her pupils, once lost and now found. 
It appears at least a couple of you are advanced math material. She was referring to Mandy, though Mandy was still a bit shaken at the whole encounter. This was all a test? Mandy was flabbergasted. Miss Bermuda smiled. Math stresses critical thinking skills you need for many future endeavors. But what isn't tested, exercised enough, is your ability to use those critical thinking skills under pressure. You passed the test with an A, Miss Magic. I knew one of you would. Excellent work. The remaining students were dumbfounded, staring in awe as Miss Bermuda continued. The rest of you didn't fare as well. I expect significant improvement next time. Next time? Buck and Nick gulped. Practically at the same time. You two aren't even in this class, Miss Bermuda scolded. Buck and Nick didn't need to be reminded of that. They were out of the classroom before Miss Bermuda finished her sentence. The rest had no idea what tomorrow had in store for them, though thankfully, they had just completed Miss Bermuda's most difficult assessment, her year-end testing. The end of the school year was near indeed. It has since come and passed. Happy summer break though it didn't take long for word to spread to wary fourth-graders. Fourth-graders who would be in advanced mathematics next year, who now have an entire summer to dread Miss Bermuda's class. But that, listeners, is a story for another day. And that is all for this week's episode of the Professor Theo's Mystery Lab podcast. Thank you for joining us. Once again, we'll be back soon with more wondrous tales of the extraordinary children and animals that make up this odd little town of splendid West Virginia. Tune in next week for our super summer spectacular episode, Summer Poetry Slam. In the meantime, be good to each other. Have a wild and wonderful and weird week. Be helpers. Hello, this is Risty Joy again. You've been listening to Professor Theo's Mystery Lab, which is written and read by my adorable husband, Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. Thank you for rating and reviewing this podcast on iTunes. Please continue to spread the word. Also, consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. <laughs>